Hey, welcome to the Art of Relationship Show, everybody. I'm live, hopefully everywhere, okay? So, everybody, uh, we're going to be talking about what is marriage to you. And this might tick some people off, okay? Maybe in the wedding industry, marriage industry, um, like I said, my passion is always trying to heal broken hearts and trying to help people reconnect and have a long-lasting relationship or marriage. However, I'm going to put a twist on today's show in talking about, you know, what is marriage to you? And you can join me live on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, where I'm at right now. Just do a search for Love Guru Greg. And we are going to uh, talk about this um, right after this. So don't go anywhere, people. I'm going to be right back with the Art of Relationship Show. away. Okay, welcome back to the Art of Relationship show, people. As most people know, uh, I'm your host, Craig Dzinski, a fully licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist, and have been for over two decades. Yeah, I'm actually licensed, a lot of school, a lot of research, a lot of education. But not only that, I integrate it with real life experiences, okay? So, now, How many people look at marriage and, you know what, their ultimate goal is, I want to be married. I want to, you know, have the the guarantee and the safety of marriage and not just living with somebody or being in a relationship type situation. And there's no guarantees, people. The divorce rate hovers right around 40% in America. That's for first marriages, right? And as most people know, my passion, my pride is trying to help relationships uh, last, not only last, but more importantly, is to be more connected. That you feel more love, that you feel like a partnership, whatever that means to both of you. And I'm going to throw a little twist. In a lot of people, and I mentioned at the beginning of the show, this might tick a lot of people off. But I want to know what marriage is for you out there. And I talked about, <coughs> excuse me, about expectations about being married maybe a couple months ago, right? What's the difference between dating? You know, being in a relationship, living together or marriage, is there any difference for you than living together for years or being married, right? To everybody, it's different. It's not a right or wrong. It's being able to look at, you know, what is marriage to you and who does marriage benefit now in society, right? The history of marriage, right? People would have sex, now you're married, right? Unfortunately, you know, women would get sold into marriages, right? Into sexual slavery. They would get, you know, uh, the guy would pay whatever to have the wife or the, the girl's family, woman's family would pay, you know, the guy to marry their daughter. Now it's a big difference right out there. And marriage is a big business. Not only is it a big business, when marriages end, it is a big business legally, Let's be honest, right? The attorneys, the divorce attorneys, the family law practices out there, they make a lot of money out there when marriages don't work out, okay? And I hate using the word fail, that type of situation. I'd rather look at, you know what, they just didn't work out. Now, a lot of people will look at 
as far as, you know, blaming who's to blame if the marriage didn't work out, that type of situation. Usually it's both people. It's very, very rare that it will um, happen. Hey, Barb, I appreciate you uh, joining uh, joining uh, on. And, okay, marriage, taboo after one go of it, no marriage compatibility, more important. So um, I want to get this straight. Are you saying, you no? Know, a lot of people get married once and they won't ever do it again. So I want to look at, you know, what does marriage represent and who does it benefit? And like I said, this might piss people off. It might um, upset a lot of people. Most of the time in American society, marriage benefits women, okay? And I love women. I know Barb's on there. Greg, oh my God, I used to like you. Now I don't. (laughs) So I look at the situation about being able to go after it and be able to look at, um, you know, marriage usually benefits women, okay? And let's face it, you know, the percentages are around 80%, even higher, where if a marriage ends, you know, after, you know, even a couple years and it increases, um, you know, as it increases five years, 10 years, whatever, it increases even more because of spousal support, right? Let's be honest, okay? Especially in Michigan, and I'm not too familiar, I am with a few other states, but not a lot, I'm honest. But in Michigan, it benefits most women if the marriage does not end. And I've talked about this, I did a post on Facebook about prenups and how many people would go into a marriage signing a prenup, how many people are against it. And a lot of people, you know, will say, I'd sign a prenup, no big deal. Some people would say, oh, that's setting up the marriage for failure because of trust issues. No, it doesn't. That means I trust you now. I love you and I want this forever. But things go sideways. There's no guarantees. As Barb mentioned, other people have been married before and going into another marriage, you might have more assets. And that's what I said. It tends to benefit maybe if they're more women, if they're a stay-at-home mom, if, you know, they're being taken care of financially by their person. And this works just the same because there are people now where the men are staying at home and the women are the providers. And again, I'm like, whatever works for people. I don't bash. I don't judge. That isn't it. I give a realistic, objective point of view to help people out there and look at, you know, what is married to you. And there's some people going into it. And I've heard years and years ago um, when I used to work with kids and teens and stuff, I had a, uh, a friend of mine wanting me give them some insight, right? And this was, oh boy, probably 18 years ago maybe, that he overheard a 17-year-old daughter at the time and her friends talking and his daughter mentioned, you know what, the first time I'm going to get married, it's for sex, okay? It was for sex. And he's listening, all this aspect. And the second time I'm going to get married, it's for finances. It's to have a kid for spousal support, child support. It's for finances. And then the third time is going to be for love. And he's looking at me, Greg, what do I tell my daughter? And I'm like, number one, where, where is she learning this from? And there's a lot of women out there, and I'm not. I'm going to get a lot of hate and a lot of slack. There's a lot of great women out there that are independent, that are supportive, that are actual partners in a marriage and in a relationship. And I love you for that. I, I love that out there. Uh, there's some women out there, and there's some men out there that are opportunistic that 
they feel that they are entitled to be taken care of financially. They could, you know, have a great paying job, whatever, um, make their own money. Awesome. Terrific. However, they view that the man is still the provider, that they should be taken care of financially. They do whatever they want with their money, but my man better buy me a car, better pay the mortgage payment or rent, you know, buy my clothes, the food, all these aspects. And to be able to look at it that, you know, are these women, Barb just mentioned in the chat, and please join the chat down below. You can chastise me, bash me, or throw your comments out there. And like I said, not all women are like this, but with marriages, it benefits a lot of women that are entitled and that are greedy. And I am not for people using one another. I'm not about, you know, I'm not a woman hater, not at all. And there's going to be people out there that, you know, all men, whatever, they deserve to pay spousal support. They do. And a lot of people love playing the victim role. But when it comes to a financial situation in marriage, that type of situation, and let's face it, you live together dating, you have a kid, we can wipe child support off the table because if you're married, get divorced. Child support is an issue. If you're not married, child support still an issue, right? So we can sort of throw child support out of the realm, okay? But we look at other aspects when it comes to spousal support or if someone is working their ass off, and this goes for a man or a woman, say, has their own business. You're married for five years, and then you're entitled to 50% of that business, and you're like, what? You work your butt off. You really didn't do much or anything to provide or do work for my business that I built up, but yet you're entitled to half of it. Why is that right? And why is that? And there's a lot of people that are entitled, as Barb mentioned on the chat, that are greedy. And this is going to piss a lot of people off. And I know there's a lot of people out there on Facebook. There's a few people I know that are women that will call women out for this about being entitled, being greedy, and being able to look at, you know what, why are you entitled to this, but he should be entitled to 50%. Oh, no, Greg, it don't work that way. Oh, no. And I'm like, what? And I'm not about hypocrisy at all. So that's why I'm talking about the meaning of marriage. And I'm all about love, okay? I'm all about you know, marriage for love and a relationship for love, long lasting and living happily ever after. Again, nothing is perfect, people. Not at all. But a lot of people will look at, well, you don't trust me. So why would I sign a prenup? Or you know what? If you did trust me, you wouldn't have signing. Things go sideways, people. And that's what I'm looking at. What is the benefit of marriage to you? Who does marriage benefit as an institution, as, you know, as far as a cultural aspect? And a lot of people are entitled once they get married that, um, you know what, I'm entitled to this, I'm entitled to that. That is what the man's supposed to do. That's what a woman's supposed to do. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Who makes these rules? Society, culture, don't even get me going on religious aspects. And I could have conversations on uh, the immorality and the corruptness of religious practices out there and the biases and the judgment that are thrown out there. So I want to ask, you know, I'm challenging people. I, I don't want to you know, discredit or bias or judge anybody. I'm looking at in your benefit, who does marriage benefit in 
cultures and you know and there's cultures in other countries they get married the guy does whatever they want and i'm not for that at all right i'm not for men having power over women or women having power over men not at all and i call men out in my office for being hypocrites okay for you know wanting to stack the deck in their favor all the time i'm not for that and i'm not for women as well you give me what i want and however i'm going to divorce you and take half of what you want you're going to pay me spousal support and i'm like what why are you entitled to that and i look at and women, you know, that are in that situation that are entitled or, as Barb said, that are greedy um, and that only get married to be taken care of financially. And if it doesn't work out, it benefits them more than it does the man because not only the man, you know, of course, like I said, throw child support out the table. But now you're paying spousal support for someone you're not even married to and you have to try to afford child support to live on your own, food on your own when you have you know, benefit for kids uh, to pay for them when you do see them, who does this benefit in the American culture? And I'm going to get slammed by a lot of women's activist groups and mom groups out there, but I'm being real and I'm being legit. And it's not out of hate or out of, you know, trying to bash one side or another. I'm looking at in this American culture, what would we do if, marriage was more fair, right? If marriage benefited both people, and I'm all about both people being benefited by marriage based on love, based on, you know, that commitment, based on loyalty, based on trust, based on being that partnership and having each other's backs. But a lot of people are, they look at, if I don't get what I want out of marriage, everything I want, you know what? It's not going to work and I'm going to benefit anyways. Um, they almost treat it like if you are not at that job, you get fired from that job or, you know, the job goes out of business. Unfortunately, they still look at, I'm not working, but I'm still entitled to get paid. Huh? Right. How many people believe that? Right. If I quit a job or I get fired, I'm still entitled to get paid, even though I'm working. I don't want to work, but I still should get paid. And I'm like, what is wrong with this society um, that people believe this, is it the entitled? Is it the um, maybe obnoxious, maybe the greedy, maybe that people believe or assume that they are to be taken care of uh, no matter what? And that's very selfish and that's very you know egocentric, if you will. And a lot of people will look at, oh, I'm going to benefit me, and that's all that matters. And a lot of people will look, well, it's the welfare of the kids. It's the benefit of this. Is it really about the kids, or is it about you getting your way and being taken care of? And again, it's not just women. There's men in this situation, too. So that's where I throw in, you know, are prenups a good thing? Or are they a negative connotation? And there's that argument about, you know, prenups and what the marriage means to people out there. If you really love me, you wouldn't have me sign a prenup. And the other person, man or woman, well, if you really love me, you would sign this prenup. And where do you go from that aspect, right? And I would, I, I'm all for love being forever and being able to grow and evolve and get more connected for everybody. That's what I promote, okay? But I'm not naive enough to know that does not happen all the time. 
nor should it happen or can it happen, unfortunately, now what do you do? And there's some people that are very amicable if the marriage does not work out. They're amicable. You know, they split everything fair and fair. That's great. Awesome to those people out there. But there's a lot of people that play the victim role in how dare you do this? How dare you want this? How dare, you know, you do this to me? And they play the victim, the martyr role and assume that they are entitled to be taken care of the rest of their life because a marriage did not work out. Number one, that's not fair. Okay, and this is one thing I even promote I to my daughter, to female clients over and over again, to never have to rely on a man to take care of you financially. Not at all. Because what happens if you are in an abusive relationship? What happens if that man is abusive, cheats on you all the time, and you have no money, right? You don't have a job. And then you start playing the victim role. Well, I haven't worked. I've stayed at home because that's what I wanted to do. Right. But now, what do you do in those situations? So that's even brings more, you know, fairness into play. If you are independent, if you take care of yourself, if you have your own money that you can rely on, and it makes you a lot more, I think, confident, and it puts more of a maybe self-worth and self-love on you where you're not depending on someone to take care of you. And a lot of people will get mad and upset at me. Well, that's what a mother's supposed to do. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Are you staying home and taking care of the kid? Is it for the child's benefit or is it for your own benefit? And there's fathers out there that are staying home now. Like I said, I give credit, whatever works for you. However, a lot of people, if the marriage doesn't work out in those situations, then they'll start playing the victim role and start bashing and because it didn't work out. And now you're like, well, I've never worked. I've never done. That's your choice, right? In most of those situations, it's that choice. And I'm all about accountability and I'm all about people, you know, accepting responsibility for what happens in their life. And there's some things in our life that's out of our control, people. I know that. You know that, right? We could go into a relationship or a marriage and want love forever, and we could be great as a partner, great as you know, a spouse, a husband, a wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. We could be great at it, but then the other person might not be that way to us, and it doesn't work out. And then we're like playing the victim role and bash. We, hey, it didn't work out. I did my part. I want this. But there's a lot of people out there in marriages that didn't work out that will state, I was a great partner. I was fantastic. I was terrific. And then, is there another point of view? You get me? So, you know, we might promote ourselves to the public. We might promote ourselves to um, family and friends out there that we were great. We were terrific. But there's other perspectives in there. Nobody lives behind closed doors um, except the couple, right? And each couple has their own um, take and their own perspective on this situation. So this comes down to, you know, again, you know, what are you entitled to versus, you know, what is fair in a relationship or a marriage if it goes sideways. So 
Why are you getting married? And a lot of people will look at, I want a family. I want kids. I want this house. I want this. And we, you know, for most of us, we know two incomes make it easier to afford stuff that one income provides. Let's be honest, right? So that's where I want you to be able to look at, you know, what is happening and what is going on and what is the value of marriage for you out there, okay? And like I said, I'm I'm not against marriage, not at all, but I want people to protect themselves and I want people to do a realistic inventory of what is going on, who does marriage benefit in the relationship, okay? And even in a marriage, right, you have a lot of men that still believe, oh, the woman needs to take my man, take my last name, I'm the man. And they get upset if the woman, and I'm like, why? Is that about ownership? Is that about pride? Is that about egotistic attitude, arrogance, narcissistic? Well, that's what we've always done. Well, because what history has done doesn't mean it works for us or that it was right. So if women out there don't want to take your last name, what's the big deal? It's about love, right? It's about you being partners. And what does that look like? Does a name change that person or does that name change the love that she has for her man if it is a heterosexual relationship, right? So why can't she keep her own last name? So I call a lot of men out and women out and get them to think about what is in the best interest and what is marriage for you. Is it, okay, it's a safety net that I'm taking care of financially, that if it doesn't work out, I'm entitled. I'm going to go after spousal support. You know, I already mentioned about child support. I get 50% of what that person has made, earned over the years. And you're like, huh, what? Why are you entitled to 50%? I know the courts say that is in Michigan, right? As married, you're entitled to 50-50. What if you didn't do anything? What if you didn't bring value into the marriage? What if you didn't do anything? And there's a lot of people that look at, you know, getting married and they look at, well, I don't want to have sex with my partner. We're married, but I, hey, I don't want to have sex with my partner, but they better not cheat. They better not have sex with anybody else. And it's a year, two years, three years, five years later. But you better not cheat at me. I'm going to clean out your closet, right? I'm going to take you for everything you have. I'm going to make sure. I, and you're, you're like, what? Why are, why are you married then, right? To be taken care of, to get your way, to have your bills paid for you. But what benefit are you bringing into the marriage, right? What value are you bringing into a marriage? Is it about the love you provide? Is it about you sharing each other's mind, you know, mind, body, heart, and soul? about bodies, right? What is the value of being married? And I want you to think about it and even set back and look at what does marriage represent to you? Who does it value financially? Who does it value emotionally, mentally, sexually? Talk about those aspects, okay? And like I said, I'm all about marriage. I want people, if they are married and plan on getting married, I do a lot of premarital counseling as well in my office and look at what your expectations are, you know, the value. And are you for marriage because that's what your parents did? That's what culture says. That's what religions say. Society says, right? I want you to look at about, you know, the benefit of being married versus if you live together. Dating in a long-term committed relationship, great. 
what works for you? And a lot of people look at security. That's one of the number one things I hear from, let's face it, from a lot of women, most women, that the number one they look at being married brings a sense of security. And I'm like, what sense of security does that bring versus, say, living together? There's no guarantees, right? We know that based on the divorce rate. What sense of security does it bring? Does it make you feel more loved if you are married? Does it make you bring more value to you as a person because it increases your status? You're not just the boyfriend, the girlfriend, your wife material, your husband material. These are the things and the stigmas I want to break. And I want people to be married because they love each other and they want to continue that bond forever and ever. That would be great. But a lot of people look at marriage as a business proposal and it's one-sided. Not about that, okay? So look at the value of marriage. Look at what it does to you and what it represents. Like I said, I know I'm going to get a lot of slack from this from a lot of uh, maybe women hater groups. Barb, I love you. I appreciate you uh, joining in, tuning in. But this is real life, people. And I'm all about playing devil's advocate because I want people to have a realistic expectation and what works for you might not work for a thousand other people. So I want you to look at the value of marriage, the value of what it brings to your life and for both people, right? And what do you go about it? Is prenup a good thing? Is it not a good thing? And there's a lot of stigmas out there that you know, sort of denote or bash about prenuptial or even postnuptial agreements out there that a lot of people will look at, well, I could be left out in the cold. Well, do you have a job? Do you work? Do you Can you take care of yourself? Right? There's a lot of people that want a certain lifestyle, but they want that other person to provide that lifestyle. And this goes for men and women both, okay? So think about it. Number one, the meaning of marriage to you what value will it bring into your life and who does it benefit most in your relationship, okay? So check me out, theartofrelationships.org is my website. You can check out the Art of Relationships show on every uh, listening platform out there under the Art of Relationships show. The video of the show is always available on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. It's available on Facebook as well. Just do a search under Love Guru Greg, okay? Peace and thank you for listening and tuning in, people. Take care. We'll catch you live next Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern time. Take care and peace, everybody. (laughs) 